Stephen Drew from the Architecture Social, and I am joined here by with Sana from Scale. This is round two. We have spoken before, and what we're saying to Sana, she was the first ever guest on the Architecture Social podcast, and I, I was so nervous because it's the first one I ever done that it was 10, 10, 10 to twelve minutes. So it was nice and short and sweet. Hopefully, we can talk a little bit more now. I've calmed down. I can I can get used to it. So Sana, thank you so much for being here. How are you? I'm good, yeah. Thank you for having me again. <laughs> it's good to sort yeah. of be here. Yeah. No problem. Well, it's been a few months on, and in some ways, so much has changed. And in other ways, we are still in that. <laughs> it's lockdown number two, isn't it? Again, right, I need, exactly. I need, I need, I need more horns and bells for the current coronavirus situation. <laughs> but have you been all right then? Everything good? You've been busy? Yeah, yeah. Everything's good. How about you? Not too bad. Well, we talked briefly a little bit before this, and 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 uh, I think one of the things that I'm doing because I'm working currently full time at McDonald Company, and I absolutely love the architectural social. And the thing is, when it was created on furlough, it, it allowed me to spend so much time on it. And actually, now mm-hmm. I've been able to spend less time on that during the day. So it's been a bit of a balance. It's been a bit of a juggling act. And it was a really nice, pleasant surprise today. Well, if I could do a little drum roll noise. You had your amazing Archie Brain course, which you've done, which is absolutely fantastic. And so for anyone that is within the Architectural Social, check out the resources section. And Sarah's made an excellent course there. But for anyone that's not in the Architectural Social or hasn't gone to the resource area section just yet, Sarah, uh, do you could you let me know why you decided to set this amazing new course called the Archi Brain? Yeah, so I've sort of delved into productivity like over the past few months. Um, it was really after I found this sort of amazing app called Notion, and I kind of went down a rabbit hole after that and just started, you know, going into all these sort of productivity YouTubers and mindsets and acronyms mm-hmm. and all these kind of things. And um, I was just thinking how, you know, it would have been so great to have this sort of tool while I was a student because it would have made me so much more organized, um, even more organized than right. people already think I am. <laughs> so I think... Um, you are very yeah, organized. <laughs> so I think it's a, it's a great sort of um, stepping point or a base just, just for people to kind of know about it, really. Yeah, I think I think it's absolutely great, and and so just in case anyone doesn't know you by uh, by any means, you are you Sana, you have set up the scale blog to scale. I think which is amazing, a great resource for students and architects alike, and anyone interested in architecture. And you know, at the moment, you're currently busy doing your 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 website, your magazine as well. So. It, perhaps for anyone that doesn't know uh, to scale, do you want to um, mm-hmm. let us know about that as well? Yeah, for sure. So um, to scale is a blog and magazine. It's basically a platform for architecture students to, you know, learn a bit more about the general lifestyle, how to sort of cope with um, stuff like stress. And, you know, we even have kind of product uh, software tutorials and productivity articles and things like that. So it's very much turned into a community. Um, we're doing like right. a lot of guest posts and things. So it's very much sort of people led rather than me just doing 
anything I want. So, um, yeah. Amazing. I love it. I love it. I absolutely think it's great. I mean, actually... You were one of the inspirations between, you were actually one of the precedents for the architectural social. And, um, and again, when we, when we, when we spoke many moons ago, you were one of the first people I rang up about the idea and you've been there from the beginning. And actually, I'm sure if you've been listening to a few of these, it's kind of like that. Hopefully is the sign of respect as well. But you know, my sense of humor. I always bring up <laughs> your productivity. I always say if I could right, bottle yeah. your energy into a potion. <laughs> I would be a millionaire, but it's true. So how do you get the time between doing all of this? So, you know, you, you're busy in your part one, you've got your blog, you've got, you've got, you've got, you've done the, the archy brain. Are you going to enjoy a nice Christmas at some point? Are you going to relax? <laughs> I have been relaxing a little bit. I think, um, you know, Good. before starting my part one, it was always a bit of nervousness. I was kind of thinking, how am I supposed yeah. to sort of manage a full-time job? Because, I had never been in that position along with the blog. Mm. And when I work on the blog, I sort of really work on it as a job. So it was kind of finding the balance between the two. And then also with all these, you know, extra projects, um, at at some Mm. points it was getting a bit too much. So I was sort of having to tell myself to just take a day out and just chill. So that's what I've been doing the past couple of weeks. (laughs) Good for you. I mean, it's, it's kind of devil's advocate because, um, Actually, on because I think on Instagram there's a lot of activity with to scale, which mm-hmm. is fantastic because you have a very responsive audience, um, and I do actually. You have got me sometimes where I actually go through and I, I, I one of the ones I always look on is to scale, and um, it's rather embarrassing. So speaking to Emily Foster the other day, and I, I only just recently worked out on the stories. If you press your 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 finger on it, it holds. <laughs> It keeps the story on the screen. So, because I used to watch all your stories, be like, right. oh my, I can't keep up with Time this. There's so much here. That's why I used to do one, but also I'm not as efficient as you. But I mean, it's impressive what you do. I mean, do you, so in a weird way, so the Archie brain, then we can jump into mm-hmm. a little bit, but you've kind of gone down the website organically. You've, you, you've got your Instagram organically as well. And what you're kind of saying now is you've made the course for the Archie brain, but so you, 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 you mentioned you kind of wish that you, you had done it that way. And so yeah. I'm interested because I am someone with, I am got an Archie brain. I am got any brain right now. I need to get a brain and organized to kind of work all this stuff out. And I think I'm never a person that normally does lists and Mm -hmm. maybe I could benefit from them. Sometimes I go on my instinct and that serves me well, but sometimes I I go wrong. So what's the kind of idea behind the archie brain and using Notion? Yeah, I think, you know, lists are like... I like my lifesaver, to be honest. I make a list for every single thing you possibly imagine. But um, sort of, you know, know, using Notion and, you know, this concept of building a second brain, I've called it an archie brain because I've kind of adapted the the concepts towards architecture students. Mm. But I think it's basically a methodology and a way of working, if you think of it. And Mm. to put it very, very short, it's essentially working on things incrementally and putting things on the back burner and just um, letting it amount up over time. And so rather than doing sort of a huge sprint and, you know, overworking yourself, it's more about um, letting things develop over time. And so you kind of let 
your sort of background tasks be handled by the archie brain um, in that sense. So I think for architecture students, it's really, um, really useful because, you know, you can plan stuff like your portfolio in advance because I, I found that in university, I was constantly, you know, reviewing each sort of page of, of my portfolio. So by the time I had to sort of um, submit, I was ready. Every Every single page was pretty much done. Whereas I saw other people mm. still working on, you know, the first few pages of like their site research and things. And I was like, how have you not got that done yet? It's, it's sort of a thing in the past. So it's just sort of small um, habits and steps that you can take to kind of be a bit, um, be a bit more organized later on. Very interesting. So I think, um, I think it's really useful for anyone that hasn't looked at it than to consider this. And, and, and for me, I need to start looking at the, I need to, I need to develop my archie brain or an architecture social brain would, would be really useful. And so yes. you may touch upon notion. And funny enough, I remember looking at notion a few years ago because I, I was doing a wiki page for my company mm-hmm. at the time. And you're quite right. It's a really good tool. At the time, it was free. Is it still free then to you, Sana? Or what, what, how much does it cost? Or is it yeah. really easy for people to jump in and, and do and use this software at the moment? Yeah, definitely. I think um, they only, when I sort of uh, started in like May, they had the free option and you were only limited to like a thousand blocks, but they got rid of that. So it's completely un- unlimited. Um, oh, cool. And if you do want like extra features to share with other people, you can get the, um, I think it's the educational plan. So it's even better for students, I guess, in that sense. So if you wanted to sort of, sort of share with your um, you know, friends or your flatmates or whatever stuff you want to keep track of, then it's it's pretty useful. I definitely need to look into it a little bit more, and I, I think it's um, I think it's definitely great. But I guess the argument brain, while you talk about notion, really what you're trying to teach people is that methodology or that kind of mm-hmm. approach. So it does. You don't need to have a notion account per se, right? Yeah. You could use something else. You could be Excel. Um, it could be all this stuff, or it could be, you know, it could. I imagine you can you can do it in different ways, right? I guess the software yeah. doesn't dictate the process. Exactly. Definitely. It's more, it's more like the course is more about, you know, putting um, all these sort of ideas and concepts forward rather than telling someone exactly how to do something because it works differently for different people. Like some people prefer seeing everything visually, whereas other people like having sort of that, you know, list idea. So um, it doesn't sort of depend on using, using a tool or anything. Yeah, it's really interesting you mentioned that because I, I kind of agree. Actually, I think that, um, so even when it comes to database or Excel, you know, I always think of Excel at the moment. It always reminds me of the coronavirus track and trace. Everything's on that thing. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I don't think it was the best way to do it. But, but I quite like Airtable because to me, I, I used to be a bit of a computer geek. I still am, still love computers, but to me, the most geeky, the most, maybe the most, uh, the one, the software that isn't in the, initially the easy to use, but there's the most, um, into configurable or hardcore. That would be the, mm-hmm. the, the stuff that I gravitate towards. But recently I quite like Airtable to me is a fantastic example of Excel where you, it yeah. kind of, 
it does the the bits that most people do really well and then you have all these add-ons for instance where you can see on the map exactly. people's locations and 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 that is stuff that i've never been able to do in excel and it's so accessible and that's mm-hmm. what i quite liked about notion is that actually you know and i, I like to use my mum never uses computers but my mum could totally set up a notion and she could mm-hmm. do it because it's quite accessible to all so it's quite yeah. a nice time period to do all this stuff and i mean just to bring it back to as well because you've got so many few things so many things going on it's probably worth i'd love to talk a little bit about on the to scale blog so because there's a lot of work that goes into that so with the archi brain it's a course that i think everyone should check out because what you're talking about is how people should get organized and that's currently on the architectural social it's open to everyone it's a free course that you've made which you should be applauded for so well if i had my soundboard in here sorry my soundboard's in the other room i would have the little clap noise but there you go um but what I was going to go on to, but the scale is a very interesting, different thing because that's kind of like your real project. So mm-hmm. it's like the Archie brain has been this methodology that you listened to and you wanted to share how you yeah. felt about it. So you, you made this course, but the two scale is almost like the business aspect of it. As in, there's a lot of moving parts and we've talked about it briefly because you have guest people writing articles. Now yeah. it must be really um fun to do that but it also involves people getting involved it involves yeah. coordinating yeah. and it's a lot of work so i mean what have, what's your experience been with it what have you found that succeeded and what have you found that's been challenges that you've learned or overcome mm-hmm. well um with the with the guest posts i think you know i found i found early on that many people often say that they want to write something and then they don't end up doing anything so that's one thing yeah. that you just need to keep in mind and just you know not get disheartened <laughs> by because people do end up getting busy and things um i think also the difference between sort of a regular guest post and how how i'm doing things is that you know it's not just a submission form some random person reviews it and it gets stuck up on the blog it's very yeah. much a um, learning process for the people writing it too so Um, I'm not sort of like an expert in writing, but I'm offering that kind of help and guidance just for them to really be able to write, not better, but sort of in a way that will actually engage the audience as well. So um, Mm. it's it's sort of a a lengthy process at the moment, but I quite like it. And I've sort of um, the people who have written for the blog at the moment are sort of really appreciative and they're really sort of interesting to speak to as well, because everyone's got these different experiences that I don't have. So um, I think that was the main goal of it. And it sort of, it blew up even more than I could have imagined in the beginning. So yeah, yeah, I think it's been, it's been a good experience. It does get a bit out of hand if there's too many people all at at once. Um, But I think the, the sort of insights they provide is invaluable. So kind of, it's worth it. I agree. It's really, really interesting way of looking at it. And I, I, I felt the same with the architectural social. I do enjoy it. And, and I do think there's even things that I've learned. Of. So for instance, you remember at the start, I would review everyone's CVs and portfolios. I mean, I'm conscious even now there's one or two that I haven't looked at. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of that thing of what I've learned is you can't be there like Superman all the time doing this stuff. But um, it's kind of the, the, the challenge that I'm trying to work on on the architectural social is there are so many 
many people are. And you're right, people get busy. And what I don't want it to be is when someone feels obligated to say stuff all the time, they can dip in and dip out. But mm-hmm. then there's also the other challenge of um, trying to stimulate people to do ideas that they've wanted to do and they felt it's not possible or they don't know where to do it. And my way of looking at it is like just do it so when we talked about the course i'm like yeah go for it go for it and you you've you've run for it and this to me it's really delightful because it's content on the architectural social but it's actually something you wanted to do and i think there's a good there's a good we've got the book club going on and that uh, the book club's been through a few iterations but currently we've got we've got the architectural experiment and we've got emily foster on board and they're going to help reshift it for next year which would be really cool and so it's a little bit of a more accessible book club i mean that's where um, what Nilda and Emily have mm-hmm. talked about and I'm really happy to foster that idea but like you if anyone is listening to this and they have an idea for the architectural social or to scale I think uh, please get in contact with me or I'm sure Sana, yeah. you'd say you'd love to hear from people as well right Definitely, with ideas yeah. for the blog yeah I mean I'm still it, sort it, of it, getting it, to work with different people so it's it's what we've ha- kind of had all these different side projects as well that are in the works so I think definitely reach out it's not kind of an exclusive thing on either either side so yeah yeah uh, I agree with you because I'm sure hopefully people don't feel obligated to do these um it's it's not like you, you have to do it or anything like that I just think that sometimes if anyone's feeling a bit shy about it or thinking oh gosh I shouldn't ask or I shouldn't bother Steve or I shouldn't bother Sana then you uh, my view is you should reach out because it's a little bit like when I was doing the CVs and portfolios because half of it yeah you've got to get your CV and portfolio if you're looking for a job tip top but half mm-hmm. of it is approaching people and asking questions and and I mean one of the reasons why you've built your course on on the architectural social and I mean your blog's been always there but I think in terms of the archi brain and, and your involvement that purely yeah. comes I guess from me reaching out and then you also then reciprocating nicely and being like yeah sure I'll have a chat we didn't know each other but yeah, it's having yeah, a exactly. conversation it's just it's, it's feeling ideas out and I think that's like my biggest thing is that I think right now is that I would encourage especially anyone during a really difficult time to go out of their way and, and to do stuff because you feel better from it when it's done um, and you've got something to show for it because doing a course like the Archie Brown or doing the scale blog, you, you've always got something there, but I'm sure mm-hmm. you feel the same as that. I love the architectural social. It changes as I, as I go along. And, and I talked to you a little bit earlier about now I love these live streams, but then I want to keep the community feel. And when something's live on LinkedIn and YouTube, it's really hard to get that tight knit feeling but on the other side then you've got more exposure from using these platforms so it's kind of i'm constantly learning myself and i make a lot of mistakes and it's quite interesting i mean do you do you feel that as well have you learned a lot from the website and what what's not worked as well what about what about about instagram and linkedin in particular sana i'd love to hear your any pearls of wisdom on on that side of it especially instagram because you are the guru in my opinion. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll tell you about Instagram. You can tell me about LinkedIn. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, will do. 
Um, I think, uh, yeah, no, definitely. Like when I first sort of started the blog, the idea was also to have like this design challenge aspect of it or like a competition thing. Um, but that never worked out because I felt like it was a lot of time and effort. I did try sort of mini challenges here and then, but, um, I don't know, like people in architecture can be so shy. It's very hard to sort of get anything out of them. And it's you know only what? after like you actually build personal relationships, even if it's over social media, that they then start, you know, coming out of their shell. <laughs> So. Do you know why? It's, yeah, do you know, because we've got a competition in the architecture social right now, and I don't know whether we're gonna have any entrance because <laughs> everyone's busy or shy. And so I actually put yeah. a little post the other day, quite meekly, like, "Hey, do you want me to extend this and stuff?" But you're right. You'd yeah. think that every, but it's not that every. It's it's that we're all human. We some people are busy, some people are shy, and I found the same yeah. thing. Of I'm I'm not too sure whether people have time to do the competition. Bizarrely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you kind of start questioning yourself because you think, you know, there's this amazing idea I have, but mm. then people don't really say anything or do anything. So, um, yeah, in that sense, it's a bit difficult. But I think with um, with time, because the whole sort of engagement on Instagram has grown so much, I think people are a bit more willing to, you know, put forward their opinions and share their own sort of experiences as well. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I think it's it's going okay. I think with with Instagram, I think um, you know many people have sort of said you know you're always online, you're always posting stories and stuff like that. But it's really not true. Like out of my day, I probably spend about a couple of hours. Um, but that, that's there not, you go, a that, couple of hours. <laughs> but that's not reflecting you know my whole day. Like um, okay. it's just the, the specific things that I that I want to share with people, or yeah. you know, it's not it's nothing like oh my god, I'm doing this amazing drawing or mm. render or whatever. It's nothing like that. It's very much um, I'm also in this sort of dilemma. I want to do more sort of renders. I don't know how someone help. You know what kind of you know uh, tutorials do I watch and things like that. It's it's sort of me asking them for help as well. Yeah, that's really, really well put. I mean, I think that there's, that's where I'm really careful on LinkedIn because I don't think on the architectural social, especially this week, it's about being absolutely terrible, but I'm still, I mean, buffer for anyone out there's a really good, like, scheduling thing, but I never have the time to fill up the queue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. my buffer is always empty but I, I what I try to do on LinkedIn because I do think I'm, I'm all right at LinkedIn but LinkedIn's a bit of a different world than Instagram mm-hmm. and so because on LinkedIn there's I've got two theories and I'm not too sure and I've got nothing to back them up except gut instincts so yeah. take it as Steve's food of thoughts not like a a, a, a wisdom or you know, nothing I can't scientifically prove but what I can do is I can base these upon things I post and how many people get views mm-hmm. so to give you a good idea is that I can typically post a job ad on LinkedIn that I'm working on and it'll get between 2,000 to 8,000 views from that I'll get about a hundred messages and sometimes there's one or two people that are really good for the job mm-hmm. so there is so now I am at that point where I get a really good conversion rating but I have 26,000 connections yeah and most of them are in architecture and even now I'm disconnecting with people that I've added in the past which are not related to architecture not because I'm like an exclusive club or anything like that it's just more that I if they're not in architecture uh, that's the, the value that I can offer is within architecture and so 
you do get a lot of hits there. And but what I found in terms of recruitment is often what's called uh, in return on investment on time. ROI, okay? And so on LinkedIn, if I post a job ad or I post something on the architectural social to get attention. Now, what I've learned is that I can post something completely irrelevant that is within architecture. Maybe I post to your blog. I will do that because we get along with each other and you've been helpful. And, and then there is traffic which will go to yeah. your website. It will typically be between 50 to 200 people from that. Because 3,000 people will look at it. 200 people will really click on it. And you notice like then 5 or 10 people are yeah. really engaged. That's kind of the, the reality of the situation. But what I, where I was going with this is that what I've learned is that I can post to Fosters and Partners website, but you don't really get a return on investment on that. You're being helpful, but mm-hmm. w- the content I try to do now is always post into the architectural social website. So mm-hmm. this partly the way I've done it is that when I can't show someone some aspects because of the private community, I've tried to build parts of the website which are accessible to all, as in a talks area, an article area. And there's, there's big gains for that because then you're bulking up, you're using LinkedIn to build up the architectural social. So Google ranks it for number one for the architectural yep. social because people go there. And so in that way, success, success. But on Instagram, because I'm not so known, because I've been on LinkedIn for six years, no one is going on there, or very, very, very little. So the way I've done the Instagram is that I now post a little bit of my blogs and talks, but Mm -hmm. I don't know how I feel about all that. The bit I enjoy the most is posting students and academics work on there because I think it's nice it's showcasing and then getting getting the word out there for that the individual and the other bit that I do like doing on LinkedIn as well is exactly the same thing because me posting their work on Instagram is how is nice but Mm -hmm. me me posting it on LinkedIn because of who I am and and working with uh, clients and architects is probably more valuable so I mean that's where I really enjoy it so uh, to answer your question on a long about way LinkedIn for me is so valuable but it's taken me a few years to get here so my tip for anyone and and truthfully though if you're not a recruitment consultant you don't need to have a huge architectural network but every time you meet someone in real life my advice would be on LinkedIn to add them Mm -hmm. follow up with a little note because even if you forget in the future you'd be like oh it was great to see you at MadCon and we'll talk about MadCon in a bit (laughs) but you just you just you say a little bit about um, how you've met each other and then you pick it up in the future. Right. Um, the other thing you can use LinkedIn for, which I hopefully I'm sure a lot of people have picked up my messages, is that I do use it to message everyone I add, saying who I am, the architectural social, and I will try to message people. And I'm a bit guilty right now because my uh, my LinkedIn message inbox, so I haven't got my bell here, so you're just getting on my horn all the time. <laughs> But my my LinkedIn inbox is really, really crammed. But that's just because I've been building up the architecture social. So it's it's a really good tool to use. But I think compared to what you do, your brief isn't quite like that. And I think the scale to scale is more of that magazine. People Mm -hmm. can enjoy the content. So in that respect, in your you're probably going to get more of your audience on LinkedIn, uh, on Instagram, Instagram rather than LinkedIn. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, true. Yeah, I think that's true. I think um, even now I, I probably 
use LinkedIn as a sort of tool for myself rather than the blog specifically. So I think um, yeah. it's something that I didn't really you know, pay attention to while I was a student. And it was only after or while I was sort of, you know, like all, um, looking for jobs and, you know, getting myself down about it. I, I started to think about, okay, you know, what I need to do is just network. So yeah. I think um, it's a great sort of personal tool as well, for sure. Yeah, and I think what the other thing you could think about LinkedIn is that there are a lot of directors and companies, and uh, the one thing I like it's the same thing as when I was trying to do this, the CV talks and portfolios is that you can probably speak to most directors mm-hmm. and message them and talk to them about this. I'm sure as you've done a little bit, because if you talk to them about two scales, that people are actually open to it, and this, that's why it's the same thing about your CV and portfolio. You have to be able to be out there and message people. But when you do it, try to make it a bit more personalized. Mm-hmm. Hi, David. I really like um, David Smith's Architects. I really like what you've done. I thought that your recent project was quite interesting. By the way, here's my CV portfolio. Or, by the way, here is the Architectural Social. Or, by the way, here yeah. is To Scale. That's what I try to do. Obviously, you can get a little bit busy, but I do, I do think there's a value on all these tools. But the truth is, though, it doesn't matter if you've got an Instagram account or LinkedIn people have got to be interested in what you're offering. So it's actually the content of to scale, yeah. not so much Instagram. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And so you can't be seduced, in my opinion, by if you just like, I just want to set up a new Instagram account to do it. You need to have like... um Solid content. Yeah, to back it up. It's got to be a mission. And so with To Scale, it's because it hadn't really been done. And it's Mm -hmm. because you wanted to see the community and and guest blogs and share wealth. And, you know, you've got your Discord. But remember, I asked you about Discord. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, for anyone listening here, what did you tell me when I said, like, I'm fancy setting up a Discord? I said, look, it, it gets a bit quiet. I, you know, I, 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 I literally look, took the time to, you know, go through these different tutorials and see how to set it up in the best way possible. But it's just kind of, you know, dead. <laughs> no one, yeah. Like I said, people are, are pretty shy. No one really engages. So I'm, I have been kind of thinking about how to, you know, maybe I just have to put myself forward, but it's not that much of a priority in my mind right now. No, I don't think it. And I agree. And what I've learned is that maybe you don't need the Discord if other things yeah. are working. Um, and the other worlds of advice, pearls of advice that you give me, which you kind of already said earlier, is I asked you about guest articles. <laughs> you said quite rightly, you're like, Steve, don't expect a massive queue of them. <laughs> yeah, um, true. But it's, it's, it's really interesting. And I guess for anyone listening here, is these are, I, I guess, you're kind of showing your thoughts on these, Sana, and I'm trying to tell you my experience. But really, it's about finding the magic for stuff so i don't know i mean for hope probably my version of the architectural social is very different Mm -hmm. than for other people and i think lately um maybe i think for me i don't feel i feel like there's stuff on there but i and i but i feel like i'd like to see a little bit more uh, conversation going but maybe everyone's just busy so i've got to calm down a bit isn't it yeah you just don't know. You just don't know. So um, like you as a creator, I've got that bug where I kind of just want to keep going, keep going. And yeah. you, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta stop a little bit. So, um, 
Very interesting. All right. So me and you, we we've, we need to develop a new like AA course for creators. <laughs> creator alcoholics. Yeah. <laughs> but it, you, you do need to balance though. Do you ever, I felt a bit like, especially a week or so ago, I remember I was like, oh my gosh, I'm running out of steam here because yeah, I love sure. it. But do you ever feel like, oh my gosh, if I don't stop, if I, I can't take a break because if I stop, it won't go ahead. Do you ever feel like that? Yeah, definitely. I mean, a couple of weeks ago, I had I had like a huge burnout. I was like, no, I can't do any of this. Just just forget it. And um, even sort of the other day, I was sort of taking the time to just reevaluate what I'm actually doing, because I feel mm. like I have that problem where I'm just saying yes to everything or every idea that pops up in my head. I'm just like, yeah. OK, I'm doing it. But then everything sort of piles up and then you kind of think, oh, I don't have time for this. I don't have time for that. So it doesn't really, you know, the quality becomes poor and then you just don't have the time to do everything correctly. So, um, yeah, definitely I, I feel you on that, that it does sort of take a lot of effort and um, you do get those times where you just feel like, you know, it's just, I need to sort of take a step back and just refresh. So um, Yeah. it's uh, And I had a really interesting conversation with Alvin on the podcast as well because he's actually really, really... And like um, re-engineered projects by people, and mm-hmm. I actually applaud him for it because, to me, it takes a lot of guts to say I'm going to change the formula. Because, in one sense, and this is my interpretation, so Alvin, if you're listening, this is just my interpretation. But yeah, they're really successful. Instagram where people were posting their work, and he was kind of and like you know served his purpose, but he's like, hang on. I'm kind of don't want it just to be this mm-hmm. anymore. I don't want it just people to post their projects. That's fine. But I don't want it just to be Instagram eye candy. I'm going to turn it into something different. And it takes a lot of guts then to go on YouTube where you've got like oh, yeah. 20 subscribers because you start from scratch. It's as, whereas is surely it feels quite comfortable to have 5,000 followers on Instagram, right? Whereas to do something completely different is. I know, yeah. To me, it just takes a lot of guts. Yeah, I mean, definitely. What do you think about it? Yeah, I think um, I've I've really been loving Alvin's videos so far, and they're so kind mm. of cool because uh, when we speak, it's sort of you know every every week or every other week, and it's kind of always just about Mad Collective, so we don't get to mm. sort of know that other side of each other. And um, I think yeah, it was really cool to see that he's also bringing in his own interests with like film and videography and things. And actually using that to drive his sort of platform as well as his YouTube channel. So I think that's a that's a great step to be moving towards. And I think um, he kind of underestimates himself. I think he's doing a lot at the moment, you know, studying and sort of working on the YouTube channel, working on projects by people and then also doing the Mad Collective stuff. So really just, you know, applaud him. Yeah. Alvin, give yourself a break. There's a video, Alvin, I think you should watch, which is called something to do with the four burner theory by Alvin <laughs> on YouTube. Oh, wait, it's your video. <laughs> give yourself a break. You can't do everything. But he's such a nice guy. You, you, you yeah. do really well. you got to find your voice. And sometimes I, I remember it was moving away from architecture to recruitment. It was quite a big step. And, you know, the idea of doing the architectural social is a bit like... Uh, maybe I, I feel like uh, maybe I know what I'm doing and then you get mm-hmm. that moment like I don't know what, what the heck I'm doing I'm kind of you're making up as you go along and you're kind of readjusting it but the bit of the advice that I would give for anyone with uh, but like any projects or anything is that 
uh, it's a bit like the architectural social logo. I've changed it like three times and hopefully now it's better, but you've just got to change it and keep going. But if you're obsessive about, oh, I've just got to, I can't set up the community until I get right. the perfect logo, then maybe it would have taken three weeks. And do you know what I mean? And then you just like, you're yeah. just a logo. Whereas if you've got a good idea, right, you, you can reinterpret it and you can, you can make it look better and you can tweak it and you can work out what's going on. And no one's going to on. say anything either, isn't it? No one's going to be like, oh my God, you changed your logo like wow i'm out of here it's not like that at all so yeah yeah, yeah. And, and and often you get more compliments and you can actually bring people involved in it and that's a clever thing that you do really well and i try to do here is get, get people's feedback mm-hmm. and so i might even do like a cheeky question tomorrow like what should we call the architectural social show because i had so many um i had so many suggestions but now i think like the running joke is that we'll never have a name for it it'll just be yeah. like the the <laughs> The seventy third architecture show, the pink architecture show. I don't know, but it'll just be. I think I'm in a clever play from it, but that came from a conversation in the community, and um, that's the kind of thing that I like. That community involvement, and I like learning as you go. Mm-hmm. And actually, it's probably with because because the Mad Collective. For anyone that doesn't know, the Mad Collective is kind of like what I call one of them super bands. You know, where it's like all the rock stars of Instagram are just going into one big like band. Right. But so, so can you, can you tell me? So we've got yourself to scale in there. Who else is in the Mad Collective, Sana? So we have Alvin, of course, from Projects by People, who kind of brought yeah. the whole thing together. And then we have Hamza um, from Two Worlds Design. So he has his own podcast. Um, okay. And then we have Faisal from Arc AE. So that's his own sort of company brand. Um, and then we have Gabriel from Arc Logbook. So um, it's kind of, you know, spread out all over the world, really. We've, ne- we've never really met in person. We didn't know each other before this. So um, it was really interesting to kind of start this, you know, all online and virtually. Um, so what we're doing yeah. basically is kind of just uh, doing monthly symposiums. We have a couple of different side projects going on as well. And essentially the drive is so that um, us as content creators can collaborate together and put in Mm. all our sort of ideas and backgrounds. And, you know, we all have different interests as well and see how we can combine that and produce some, you know, valuable content for people. Yeah, it, it is good. And actually speaking of that, Gabriel's a bit of a dark horse, actually, because, uh, He's readjusted his Instagram a few times and yeah. I really like his new look. I always feel like his fonts are quite sexy. You know, I'm like, ooh, damn, that looks good. So, Gabriel, help me out in the Arctic Social and my next logo, please help me. No, it's really good. And, um, I like it as well. And I, I've, I do need to get to know Gabriel a bit more. I've spoken to him briefly because he had his own mighty networks and then, um, he kind of turned it off and then he had one of the groups. Um, on, on the onto the social as well and um you know gabriel i absolutely love what you do i just the thing is that i've kind of learned even with, with um in your miniature group within the artificial social isn't it so it's really hard to get a group in the group because mm-hmm. you have so many different your time everywhere that actually really your time should be spent on the scale blog.co.uk mm-hmm. Right. But right. having your instagram then having a mini one on the architectural social i didn't think I don't think it's as successful as your other ones. And that's not nothing to do with you. That's because I don't think that 
that is the right way to go. So actually, it's quite cool that now I really, that's why I love your Archie Brain course because it's a totally different medium. It's basically combines what you've done before and it's mm-hmm. an accessible format for everyone. Yeah. And people can find your, your website from it. So to me, in that way, it's more of a success story and it's more of something unique for the social, which is still very much you, but different. Exactly. It's not, it's not a copy of a copy. If yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's something that's unique for the platform as well. So I think um, it's sort of a win-win on all sides, really. I love it. I'm going to promote it to the, to the cows come home. <laughs> it is good anyways, but I will promote it to the cows come home. If anyone, anyone hasn't checked it out, please do check it out because it's free and not many stuff like this. Um, with this rich information is free in life. It's a good testament to Sana and her website. So the other thing I was thinking is worth touching on is because we talked about the MadCon, but mm-hmm. in typical mad fashion, and I, and I love the name, by the way. I think it's brilliant. It reminds me of Mad Magazine, but MadCon, <laughs> a mad, the the mad collective has the mad con and the mad con is the mad convention which is a bit yeah. like uh comic con of yes. the of the of the mad world and so that's going to be a digital online event now i've been terrible at setting the zoom event test on the weekend but <laughs> i think we're preliminarily going on the architectural social for that is that right yeah yeah so i think um you know we're sort of hoping to host most of the events on there and sort of drive people through the through the social as well um and yeah. that's also a way of collaborating because that's the sort of main driver of the whole convention really is to get sort of all these different content creators and platforms to work together so i think yeah. um yeah i think that's that works great really Brilliant. Well, there's no pressure if it changes, but of course, I would absolutely love the MadCon to be on there. Um, and we kind of worked out some stuff today where we can actually invite people in now, isn't it? To the, mm-hmm. to the, uh, to the thing and a few others. But, um, it's probably worth mentioning for the MadCon, wherever it is. I would love it to be on the architectural social. Um, please, please, please be on the social. But I, I, I should mention, cause you did email me. I would love to do one or two events there. So I was thinking that maybe what we could do down there is something that, cause I've done talks about CVs and portfolios, mm-hmm. but maybe we could even do a drop in workshop where if someone wants to talk about their CV and portfolios, we, we would ask them to remove their contact details. But mm-hmm. I, I could do something where it's like a live event where people bring their projects and we have an open discussion and then I give them my thoughts. Maybe that's a, an event that we could do. So like a CV and portfolio workshop. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that we could do, and I will announce it here now, is that I will ask one or two architectural practices that I work with as well. Because I did have Claudio Collins on, on the podcast before. I'll try to find out if anyone wants to get involved in the yeah. MadCon to talk. Um, up in the air, because I know a lot of architectural practices are busy, but I will try. So um, I think that would be good. And it's probably worth mentioning, actually, on the architectural social now, we do have more and more employers on there. I think a, a, a actual architectural practice called Design Studio posted a part two job on them. So it is definitely it's worth great. checking out. Yeah. So the more and more employers we can get on board with, with the architectural community in the, in the MedCon, I think would be great. So I am 110% behind you with that. But uh, you're... You've got the archie brain. You've got the list. And uh, you, I think you've learned, you've got to manage me now. I need to, I, I've got very bad time management. So you're going to have to, you're going to have to like chase me. Yeah, we for sure. I'll it. do that. Don't worry. <laughs> we will get it done. Okay. So 
So we have covered here the new course in the Architectural Social, architecturalsocial.com. And there's also a link. I'll, I'll do a, as well a, a link as well, uh, a pretty link, Sana. I'll do a short one. I'll do an architect, I'll do it, um, architecturalsocial.com forward slash, um, Archibrain. I'll do that one. And we've got your bit.ly link as well, which we're going to share in the the comments uh, and, and the podcast. So people, anyone listening, you should check that out right now and let us know your thoughts. And anyone that writes to me or writes to Sana and says what they think of the course will get extra brownie points. I will honk my <laughs> yes. horn in appreciation. I need to get my bell back here. I can't. It's in the other room. It's in the other room. But... So we've, so we've got the architecturalsocial.com. We've got the Archibrain on the architecturalsocial.com. And, and we've got your website, which is twoscaleblog.co.uk. Yes. No, okay. Twoscaleblog.co.uk. All right. Fantastic. We, you, we can find you on Instagram, which is twoscale. You are on LinkedIn as well. Um, Sound Sebastian, but you're actually working as a part one at the moment, isn't it? So it, I yep. think for anything to scale relate is the best thing is to go direct on your website or contact you on the Architectural Social as well. Right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. We chat Wow. What's that funny noise? Is your boiler breaking down? No, it's these fireworks. <laughs> hey, fireworks. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, that sounded like someone was knocking on the door. I've been watching <laughs> The Walking Dead a lot lately. So anything oh, I hear you? like that. The yeah. new season. No, not today. No? Oh, I didn't watch it before. So I'm on season eight right now. Okay, cool. I haven't watched any season either. Yeah, yeah. I don't say like, oh, do you know what happened to Rick and season nine? <laughs> No. no, no. What else do you do in your spare time? Um, you're on Instagram too much, aren't you? I am. Yeah, I caught I think you. I am. <laughs> no, it's it's very difficult right now in current times. I mean, mm, I've got yeah. to go. I, my, my current thing is because I like working in an office, and I've actually put. I've I've got to get back in the gym. I've got a diet and everything because sitting here working on the architectural social and working on, uh, you know, just uh, a lot of my time. I just like the way you're on Instagram that I put on like over a stone, man. So I've told yeah, you got to go on diet, but <laughs> Hey, we're all, no one's perfect. That's what I'm trying to say. No one's, no one's perfect, but new year, we can all change it. Uh, thank you so much, Sana. Everyone can check out all the amazing stuff you've done. I am absolutely one of your big biggest fans i think it's amazing you've done a free course on the article social open to everyone and the blog is of course awesome thank you so much sana have Thanks a fantastic evening you all too. right take care all Bye right bye-bye. see ya